Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's coverage from Arizona Public Media when it fits your schedule. I'm Steve Jess. And on our podcast today, it was a record-setting month at the U.S.-Mexico border. More than 370,000 migrants nationwide in December, the highest number of apprehensions since at least the year 2000. An initiative aims to transform parts of Tucson from poverty to prosperity. What are we doing that will help kids who grow up here and become adults to do better in life? And a new era begins for Wildcat football. That I promised them I'd surround them with a great coaching staff and, and people that care about their development and who they are as men. First up, new data shows that December set a record for the number of times Border Patrol apprehended migrants entering the U.S. without authorization, with the highest number being in the Tucson sector at more than 80,000 apprehensions. Danielle Kamara has our report. Border Patrol apprehended more than 370,000 migrants nationwide in December, the highest number of apprehensions since at least the year 2000, according to federal data out Friday. In December, there continued to be large numbers of people coming to the border from farther than Central America, with tens of thousands coming from Venezuela, Cuba, and Haiti. But the largest home country is still Mexico, with many families fleeing southern Mexico due to an increase in cartel violence. Border Patrol apprehended nearly 40,000 Mexican nationals in the Tucson sector in December, 70% of whom were families and unaccompanied minors. I'm Danielle Camara, AZPM News. Congressman and U.S. Senate hopeful Ruben Gallego says it's immoral for former President Donald Trump to discourage Republican lawmakers from passing a bipartisan immigration bill. Text of an agreement has not yet been released, but a bipartisan effort to pair funding for Ukraine and Israel with border security measures has been jeopardized by Trump's opposition. The former president has publicly stated that Republicans should only accept a deal for the border that is perfect. Gallego told MSNBC's Morning Joe that Trump's efforts to politicize the border are inexcusable. Governor Katie Hobbs is calling for an external, independent consultant to address the University of Arizona's financial problems. Instead of having the Arizona Board of Regents Executive Director John Arnold do that, She says that creates a conflict of interest in Arnold's role as the university's interim chief financial officer. Hobbs' letter to the board comes after scrutiny grew over UA's acquisition of Ashford University, now known as the UA Global Campus. During this week's board meeting, Regents Chair Fred Duvall defended the merger. There are no dollars missing. These were investments strategically made, but which we could not afford. And second, this was not caused by the acquisition of UAGC. UAGC did not drive the budget shortfall, and articles to the contrary are simply wrong. In that same meeting, Arnold said there were no negative impacts from the UAGC acquisition to UA's bottom line in the fiscal year 2023, despite November board documents saying that one of the major causes of the UA's financial crisis was the acquisition of Ashford University. A group of astronomers is constantly watching the skies over southern Arizona in the hunt for near-Earth asteroids. Tony Perkins reports. When an astronomer in Europe discovered an asteroid only hours before it burned up in the sky near Berlin last weekend, scientists said it was one of the few times an alert was sent out before a near-Earth object encountered the atmosphere. 
Catalina Sky Survey Director Carson Fools notes his team is making similar observations in southern Arizona. We have steadily over the years made innovations, worked on new cameras, worked on improving our telescopes, and just worked hard to get better year over year. Since 1998, the Catalina Sky Survey has used telescopes in the mountains above Tucson to find and track near-Earth asteroids. The team could predict the next one to light up the night. I'm Tony Perkins, AZPM News. You can hear more on this on Arizona Science, available on our website as a podcast. And we'll have more from Tony in a moment on the new University of Arizona Wildcat football coach. The Prosperity Initiative asks local governments to consider certain goals aimed at helping those who grew up in poverty to be more financially successful than their parents. Jim Kaiser, who authored a report that examines multi-generational poverty in the local area and is frequently cited in the initiative, says such a plan is needed to combat economic segregation in Pima County. We need to get together as a community and say, what are we doing that will help kids who grow up here and become adults to do better in life. The Prosperity Initiative was previously approved by the Pima County Board of Supervisors, and more governments in the area are expected to include the initiative in their future planning. You can hear more about this initiative and how it aims to reduce poverty in Pima County on this week's episode of The Buzz, also available on our website or as a podcast. Republicans from across the state are set to meet over the weekend and could select a new chairman for the Republican Party of Arizona. The meeting will take place just days after State Chair Jeff DeWitt stepped down after a leaked recording revealed that he tried to bribe Carrie Lake not to run for U.S. Senate. Republicans were only scheduled to vote on who will fill lower-level positions, such as first vice chairman, at the annual meeting at Dream City Church in North Phoenix. Now, party rules will allow members to make a motion to vote on DeWitt's replacement, according to a party spokeswoman. Now here's an in-depth look at a story that was in the news in the past week. The University of Arizona named Brent Brennan to succeed Jed Fish as the school's head football coach. Brennan comes to Tucson with University of Arizona ties, and as Tony Perkins explains, that's one reason he may feel intense pressure to succeed in his first season. It is 2017, and Brent Brennan is leading a San Jose State University football team suffering through a losing season. By this time, Brennan has been a football coach since 1996. One of his stops brought him to Tucson, where he worked as a graduate assistant with University of Arizona head coach Dick Tomey. Now, leaving the sideline after another defeat, Brennan encountered his old boss and tried to explain himself and his team's losing streak. And he said, don't apologize to me. Get your ass back in that locker room and you apologize to your team because you're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. Now, Brennan is the U of A's head coach, and he says he won't forget the lessons Tomey taught him. He just always had all these lessons for me, and they never stopped. Coming off the side, throw to the end zone, it's a touchdown! Brennan arrived at the U of A last week as the 31st head football coach in the school's history. He got the job after slowly building the program at San Jose State 
and eventually guiding the Spartans to back-to-back bowl appearances. But his reintroduction to Arizona athletics could have hardly been more awkward. Brennan was passed over in 2020, so the Wildcats could hire Jed Fish. Fish managed to turn the Arizona program around and then fled to a new job at Washington. And Brennan found himself on the short list for a sudden career upgrade. Within days, he was offered Fish's job and accepted it, meeting a new team that had just lost its leader. I get it. Like, they're, they're a little bit hurt, right? Like, it's tricky like that. And the reason I can say that is because I just did that to a team yesterday. Brent Brennan's path back to Tucson stands as an example of how fast change happens in today's big stakes, big money landscape of collegiate athletics. Coaching changes come with multi-million dollar contract signings, but now the switch might be preceded or followed by players announcing surprise transfers to another school, hoping to gain playing time or better image and likeness deals under more favorable conditions. All this accompanied by the still evolving impact of conference realignment has unleashed a flood of uncertainty that didn't exist during Dick Tomey's years at Arizona. Well, Arizona showing the defense we expected. Tomey's 13-year tenure in Tucson included the U of A's best football seasons. His 95 overall wins are the most in school history. Tomey left Arizona in 2000 and died in 2019. It is his legacy with the program that makes Brennan's appointment affecting and emotional. As you see fans rushing the field, it is personal to them to celebrate with this team. Fish's 2023 team promised a return to regular top 10 national rankings and a shot at championship glory. And that leaves Brennan in an unenviable spot. It's because the new leader won't just be coaching a team. He'll be trying to sustain a reputation that Arizona players won't let go of. I just asked them to give me a chance to earn their trust and treat each other with respect, and the trust will be earned over time. And that I promised them I'd surround them with a great coaching staff and, and people that care about their development and who they are as men. The Brent Brennan football era at the University of Arizona begins with his first game, August 31st. I'm Tony Perkins, AZPM News. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get caught up on the local news here. We have timely news for you on your time. Make sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. Join us again after the weekend.